So I want to go ahead and start off by letting you guys know that this is not going to be a regular professionally silly episode. You won't even hear ads in this episode. As many of you know, you know, the world, we, we lost a legend the other day, Kobe Bryant. I also want to address the other, the other nine lives that were taken as well. If you aren't aware, a helicopter crashed in the hills of Southern California near Calabasas. The victims included a, ba- a baseball coach, a pilot, teenage girls, and their parents. I wanted to share the amazing final words that Kobe shared with us all before we, uh, before we get started. Hello, everyone. I'm so sorry I can't be with you tonight. However, I couldn't completely miss the chance to take a moment to share some thoughts with all of you. The lesson I cherish the most is how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, uh, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from trying to limit your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming a reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you, supporting you, and encouraging you always. Peace. Amazing words spoken by an amazing man. I want to go ahead and let you guys know ahead of time, I apologize for any time of this podcast episode. I may need to take a a second. It's just still crying about it myself. So, um, fans, a lot of fans gathered near the crash site near Calabasas. Uh, you saw lots of yellow and purple Lakers gears, Laker gears, and um, and basketballs everywhere. Everyone mourning the legend that we lost way too soon. There's a shrine of candles and flowers outside the Staples Center in Los Angeles, which is where I reside. And um, many even brought jerseys to lay outside the high school gym just outside Philadelphia, where Kobe's dreams and his career began. The, um, The helicopter was on its way from Orange County, California, where uh, Kobe's family resides. And um, he has a youth basketball academy, which is northwest of Los Angeles. He was 41 years old and retired in 2016 with five NBA championship rings. His name, the Black Mamba, is known throughout the sports community. He played for the Los Angeles Lakers from 1996 until 2016, the year of his retirement. The Lakers and Los Angeles were his home. Kobe was on the way to his academy to coach Gianna, the second oldest of his four daughters with his wife, Vanessa. Gianna, also known as Gigi, was looking to carry... I'm sorry. <sighs> We're looking to carry the legend of her father. 
to keep it going. She wanted to play for the University of Connecticut. And eventually one day in the WNBA. The Huskies paid their respect as well with a number two jersey with their team name uh, with their team name on it. And it was Gianna's dream to play for that team on the way to following in her father's footsteps. I want to share with you guys a um a TikTok video made by someone who actually went to Kobe's high school. Um, and she knows him personally, you know. Um, oh, man. I'm just going to go ahead and play it. Kobe's death is hitting me a little differently, a little harder, because I actually went to high school with Kobe. There's Kobe and I on graduation night, 1996. This is the photo I took of Kobe and his date, Brandy, at our prom. Yes, we had paparazzi at our prom. High school newspaper, Lower Marion High, 1996, state champs. This one we all thought was really cool. This is our last one before we graduated. We were the only people who had this, being able to say this. Class of 96. Where are we going? Kobe Bryant, NBA. I went to Duke. Kobe actually told me in the hallway he was going to Duke when he found out I was going to Duke. And then I said, really? And he said, nah, I'm just playing. He had said he didn't know where he was going yet. And then we got the best 96 top senior athletes. Kobe Bryant, NBA, enough said. That, um, that was a post coming from TikTok user at theater kid audition coach um that's her tiktok handle i want to go ahead and take the moment to address the other lives uh, that were lost and tell you a little bit about them 56 year old john otobelli i hope i pronounce his uh, name correctly he was a uh, head baseball coach at the orange coast college along with his wife and carrie um, and his youngest daughter, Alyssa, 13. They were also aboard the helicopter. Alyssa and Gianna were teammates at the Bryan's Mamba Sports Academy, and the team was set to play against a Fresno youth team on Sunday afternoon. I'm going to read, I want to share with you uh, something that the OCC Athletics Director, Jason Keller, shared. It's hard to put into words what this loss means to the college and the athletics department. John was a tremendous coach and an even better friend. Beyond that, he was an amazing mentor to all the students and athletes that he taught and coached. He treated them like family and his impact will live on forever. So uh, that is what the OCC Athletics Director Jason Keller had to say about John. John, who left behind two other children, his son JJ and daughter Lexi. John was a coach and mentor at Orange Coast College, OCC, for 27 years. He helped so many student athletes earn scholarships so that they could play at the four-year level, at the four-year level, excuse me. 
uh, Coach Alto, what they used to call him, uh, helped lead the Pirates to more than 700 wins and four state championships. He was named the National Coach of the Year by the American Baseball Coaches Associations in 19 in 2019. Excuse me. Christina Mauser, 38, was the assistant coach for the Mamba Basket Mamba Academy basketball team. Uh, was also on the flight. Her husband, Matthew Mauser, shared this on Facebook. My kids and I are devastated. We lost our beautiful wife and mom today in a helicopter crash. I got three small kids and I'm trying to figure out how to navigate life with three kids and no mom. He shared that post on Facebook recently. So they have three children, ages 11, 9, and 3. Matt shared that Bryant had personally selected his wife to coach the girls' team because she was so amazing. Kobe asked her to teach the kids defense, and they actually called her the mother of defense. Sarah Chester and her 13-year-old daughter, Peyton, also perished in the crash. Hayden was also a basketball player. Todd Schmidt, the former principal at Harbor Elementary School, as um, actually had Peyton as a former student there. He shared a beautiful tribute to Peyton and her mother, calling them two gorgeous human beings. While the world mourns the loss of a dynamic athlete and humanitarian, I mourn the loss of two people just as important. Their impact was just as meaningful. The loss will be just as keenly felt, and our hearts are just as broken. That is what um, her former principal, principal, Todd Schmidt, wrote on a Facebook post. He described the Chester family as engaged, supportive, encouraging, and full of mischief and laughter. And they had the best kiddos. And that's a quote. You are both the, the excuse me, you are both the embodiment of HP of HVE pride. You are both the embodiment of HVE pride. Excuse me. I'm, my eyes are watering. I'm having a hard time seeing the road, the road, uh, the words that I wrote. My apologies. I'll start over. You are both the embodiment of HVE pride and the world is just a little less without you both in it. He wrote that as well. Oh, this is hard. Ara Zobayan and I maybe it's Ara I hope I said his name correctly he was the pilot of the helicopter he was a beloved figured figure in the aviation community he was instrument rated which means he was able to fly in fog and clouds KTLA reporter Christina Pasucci shared Ara was Kobe's private pilot. He was known as an incredible uh, pilot instructor, pilot, charter pilot, and truly a great man. Jared Yokim uh, was a friend of, of Ara's and a fellow, pi- a fellow pilot. He shared a, tr- a Facebook tribute uh, for his friend as well. Uh, Jared shares, he was not your typical egotistical helicopter pilot like most of us honestly are. 
Ara, Ara, excuse me, was a man that was always that always remained cool, calm, and collected. As more people that knew Ara opened up about him, you'll only hear words like professional, calculated, and loving. He was always good for a laugh. It's also understood that Kobe only used him as his pilot and no one else. <sighs> so those are, there's a little bit of, of the lives that were, a little bit about the lives that were taken on that plane, on that helicopter. What you're about to hear next is an interview from Kobe himself explaining why he takes helicopter rides so often. Stay late after practice, get my shots up, treatment up, drive back, and I can get back in time to pick the kids up from school, Mm -hmm. you know, after school activities, all that fun stuff, even on weekends. But then traffic started getting really, really bad. Right. And I was sitting in traffic and I wound up missing like a school play because mm-hmm. I was sitting in traffic and this, this thing just kept mounting. I had to figure out a way where I could still train and focus on the craft, but still not compromise family time. Mm. And so that's when I looked into helicopters and be able to get down and back in 15 minutes. And, mm. and that's when it started. And so my routine was always the same. Waits early in the morning, kids to school, fly down, practice like crazy, do my extra work, media, everything I needed to do, fly back, get back in carpool line, pick the kids up. And my wife was like, listen, I can pick them up. I'm like, no, no, no. I I want to do that because, mm-hmm. like, you know, you have road trips and times where you're not, you don't see your right. kids, man. Right. You know, so, like, every chance I get to see them and spend time with them, even if it's 20 minutes in a car, like, I want that. Look. I'm not a celebrity or even a popular person on social media. My following is so small compared to so many people. But I'm using my platform to say this. For anyone saying he wasn't a hero just because he played basketball, it... (sighs) All right, it's not about the sport he played. It's about the lives he touched. It's about the strength and hope he shared with us. The definition of a hero is a person who is admired or idolized for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. A hero is different for everyone. Now, we... Now, we we, we all didn't know Kobe or his daughter, Gigi, or anyone else on that plane personally, not, not all of us did, but it doesn't mean that they didn't touch our hearts while they were here. And who are you to say what a hero is to someone else? These fucked up ass content creators, these social media bitches. And I'm only talking about the ones who are out here chasing clouts on someone's death. To those horrible people making light of their deaths, fuck you and shame on you. Those lives lost on that flight is not a goddamn joke. And if you're not a fan of his or the Lakers, that's fine. But laughing at the pain of his family, his fans, his friends, the death of him and his daughter. There is a special place in hell for every last one of you. And all of you that keep bringing up the charges that happened back in 2003 those rape allegations, none of us actually know what happened. And, and, and his wife forgave him, his family forgave him, his friends forgave him. He cheated, mistakes were made, 
He learned, lived, grew like everyone else. The only difference between him and all the other niggas out there, excuse my language, everybody else out there is that his life was under a microscope. Ours isn't. And none of us truly know what actually happened in any of these celebrities' lives. We only know what's reported to us. And what do people like to report? Shit that sells. So, I just had to get this off my chest. For the next episode, we will get back to the silly. And the one thing I can say that I personally personally learned from Kobe Bryant is we got to keep pushing and fighting. And that there are good people counting on us even when we don't know it. I've been told by several people who I don't know, they would send me an email or you know, DM me on one of my social media platforms saying that they enjoy my podcast and my YouTube video and, and my other social media content because it makes them laugh and they're going through something and, and it just makes them feel good to laugh. It makes them feel good to feel something else. And I I didn't even know that anybody was paying attention to my content. Like I said, I don't have a huge following. So knowing that makes me feel good and it encourages me to keep going because there are a lot of people out there who need to laugh, who need to escape from reality. So get out there and just be a good fucking person. Be the person you want to be remembered as. All these, all these assholes you know, poking fun at this man's death, I guarantee when they die, they're not going to be remembered. They're not going to be remembered like Kobe was because they haven't done shit with their lives and that's why they're acting the way that they're acting. They have nothing to be proud of. Nothing. And if that's the kind of person that you are, I certainly hope that you don't procreate to make more bitches like you. I want to I want to end this by sharing this with everyone listening. Live and love hard. Nothing is guaranteed to any of us, including life. I don't care where you're from, what your religion is, what race you are, what tax bracket you're in. Nothing is guaranteed to any of us. So my prayers, my thoughts, my heart all of it, it goes to those families who lost their loved ones on that flight. Not just Kobe Bryant and his family and friends, but to those I mentioned who lost their lives. I wish I can give them more. I can't even imagine. And those of us mourning the loss of Kobe and everyone else on that plane We all must remember to respect the fact that his wife and his family members and friends who knew him personally are feeling that loss so much harder, so much deeper. So I also want to leave you with this. It's time to let all that unimportant shit go. Live and love hard, y'all. Hey, guys, you know, it's, 
can't believe how fast 20 years went by. I mean, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. And, uh, you know, to be standing here at center court with you guys, my teammates behind me, and uh, appreciating all this, you know, the journey that we've been on. You know, we've been through our ups and been through our downs. And uh, I think the most important part is that we all stayed together throughout. You know, I grew up, I grew up a diehard, I mean a diehard Laker fan. Diehard. I mean, I knew, knew everything about every player that's ever played here. So to be drafted and then traded to this organization and to spend 20 years here, I mean, you can't, you can't write something better than this. And I'm more proud, I'm more proud of the fact that not about the championships, but about the down years. Because we didn't run. We didn't run. We played through all that stuff. And we got our championships. And we did it the right way. And uh, all I can do here is just thank you guys. Thank you guys for all the years of support. Thank you guys for all the motivation. Thank you for all the inspiration. And, uh, you know, what's funny... <laughs> The thing that had me cracking up all night long was the fact that I go through 20 years of everybody screaming to pass the ball. And on the last night, they're like, don't pass it. <laughs> this, has been, this has been absolutely beautiful, you guys. I can't believe it's come to an end. Um, you guys will always be in my heart. And uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. No words can describe how I feel about you guys. And... Uh, Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, God, I love you guys. And uh, I love you guys. And uh, my family, to my family, my wife Vanessa, our daughters Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training. And Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have. I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? Mamba out.